Welcome aboard, folks, to this Wednesday night edition Philip Ward Show. It is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast, and it is 6.06 a.m. early in the morning in Kiev, in Ukraine. I really don't know how else to describe this situation anymore because as I was prepping for the show tonight, by the way, you know, we're still monitoring the events on the ground as we have been all week ever since the invasion started. I've been, I've, I've said I've been frustrated about this. You don't really know what news reports to believe. You don't know what not to believe. This is just breaking in the New York slime. So take that for what it's worth. First, Ukraine city falls as Russia strikes and get this more civilian targets now i'm glad that the uh that the icc the uh international criminal uh court has decided to act we'll get into that in a second here because i am just just so you know it's it's like it's the rest of the world the whole entire world against one man and then of course you have a country like china you know, abstains from the vote and say, oh, no, no, we don't really want to get involved in it. They were even blaming the United States for what's going on in Ukraine and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Much like the Democratic Socialists of America, you know, Bernie Sanders and AOC, their group, that leftist, just whacked out, crazy, insane, radical, socialist, democratic group here in the United States. Think about that. Literally peddling Chinese talking points. And notice how yesterday in Joe's State of the Union that Joe didn't mention China once. This was Joe Biden who promised that he was going to shut down the, I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Oh, and I was hoping that we might be done with our counter. You know, when it comes to how many days to slow the spread, by the way, today's the 716th day of slowing the spread. I was thinking about stopping it, but then I saw Joe Unity Biden today, and here he is still wearing his mask. Ron DeSantis earlier, by the way, he was, uh, I think it was at a college, it was like Florida State or something like that, and he's like, by the way, you can just take the masks off. This COVID theater, this is ridiculous now. I mean, he is the best governor in the country by a long shot. It isn't even close. Anyway, though, so as far as uh, the New York Slimes reporting, uh, the city of Kherson, Russian force, uh, forces have seized the southern city of Kherson and besieged other cities. You know, we've been hearing about for two to three days now that there's this supposed Russian convoy that's 40 miles long that was headed to Kiev. Well, they were headed to Kiev on Monday. They didn't get there on Monday. They didn't get there yesterday. As of right now, they're still not there now. So, you know, it, it it's tough to believe what really is happening. It's tough to come onto a radio and, and, and try and, and, and present the audience with the facts. I mean, it really is. I tell you, folks, I'm trying to, as best as I can, you know, read as much as I can. Um, they're saying, uh, by the way, Michael uh, Schwartz and Richard uh, Perez Pena in the New York Slimes, Russian forces on Wednesday seized the first major Ukrainian city in their onslaught, the strategic port 
of Kherson as they stepped up bombardment of civilian targets across the country, uh, put other cities under siege and pushed to encircle and cut off the capital Kiev. You know, we were hearing that there was these these Russian forces that supposedly wanted to to kill Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, who has just been fought. And along with the, the rest of the Ukrainian people, I mean, their bravery has just been, it, it really is commendable. It is it is phenomenal to see that fighting spirit in Ukraine. And, and, and as far as Vladimir Putin goes, even in his own country, so Alexei Navalny, who was the opposition leader, this, what's his party's name? He's the founder of the anti-corruption foundation leader of the russia of the future party just basically whenever you hear alexander uh, or excuse me alexei navalny he's the opposition leader against vladimir putin in russia so he released a statement earlier by the way he's in prison putin imprisoned him he says we russia want to be a nation of peace alas few people would call us that now he says let's at least not become a nation of frightened of frightened silent people of cowards who pretend not to notice the aggressive war against ukraine unleashed by our uh, obviously insane czar he says um he says i am from the ussr myself i was born there the main fa uh, phrase from there from my childhood was fight for peace he says, I call on everyone to take to the streets and fight for peace. He says, Putin, Putin's not Russia. And if there is anything in Russia right now that you can be most proud of, listen to this number, folks, because I haven't really been hearing this reported a lot. It is those 6,824 people who were detained because without any call, they took to the streets with placards saying, quote, no war. So these people, these Russians were protesting. And, and, and what happened? The Russian police all arrested them. He says, they say that someone who cannot attend a rally and does not risk being arrested and, and does not risk being arrested for it cannot call for it. He says, I'm already in prison. So I think I can. He's saying, what, what possibly what worst you know the damage can he get guys already locked up he says we can't wait any longer wherever you are in russia belarus or on the other side of the planet says go to the main square of your city every weekday and at 2 p.m on weekends and holidays um he says uh everything has a price and now in the spring of 2022 we must pay this price there's no one to do it for us let's not be against the war let's fight uh, let's not uh be against the war he says let's fight against the war and again you know i think it's pretty brave stuff I and mean, the, the, imagine being an opposition leader to vladimir putin and he throws you in jail i mean it, it's just it's you know I, I get so frustrated with vladimir putin you know we now have over two thousand ukrainian civilians or as joe unity biden referred to him yesterday iranians for some reason over two thousand ukrainian civilians are now dead and here's vladimir putin committing war crimes all over the place they you know, uh all right uh, we're not targeting civilians 
Then he has this phone call with the French president, Emmanuel Macron, and he said, um, all right, well, now, now we stop. Now we stop targeting civilians. So what is it? I mean, the guy's just, he is just an evil, evil man. He doesn't care if children die. He doesn't care if women die. He doesn't care if men. He doesn't care about who dies, who lives, who gets their limbs blown off, you know, who who's going to struggle for the rest of their life, you know, if they're disabled because they were attacked by a bomb. You know, here they're, they're dropping vacuum bombs, you know, the thermobarics and whatnot. It's, it's just, it's so disgusting to me. What, I mean, it, it it's all about his ego. It's all about his selfishness. You know, it's all about his arrogance. You know, why? Why? All because of, of Vladimir Putin's pride? I mean, the whole entire world. Think if you're the um, the Russian soccer team. You know, and here you've worked your entire career to, to get to play in a World Cup where you, you go and you have the whole entire country railing around you and your fellow teammates. And because of the actions of your leader, of your president... That again, I'm pretty sure a lot, if not all of the Russian soccer players would totally condemn, be totally against the steps that Vladimir Putin has taken, the invasion that Vladimir Putin says, okay, yep, this can go through in Ukraine without any consequences either. I'm pretty sure that they, and, and they just lose, you know, everything because of, again, one man, all because of the arrogance and the selfishness of Vladimir Putin. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care who dies, who lives, as long. And what's the end goal? We still don't know the end goal of Vladimir Putin. So what's he gonna do? Is he gonna take over Ukraine? You know, is he gonna think he's this real hard, tough man now? You know, he won't. He won't lay a finger on Poland or Germany or any other NATO country because then it is on for Vladimir Putin. Folks, make no mistake, Vladimir Putin is nothing but a coward. That's all he is. I mean, it's just, like I said, I I, I commend the steps that the uh, International Criminal Court is taking. This was um earlier today in Axios. Um, the chief prosecutor of the International Criminal Court saying earlier today he will immediately launch an investigation into allegations of war crimes crimes against human uh, against humanity or genocide committed in Ukraine. Ukraine has accused Russian forces of indiscriminately shelling civilian areas and exploiting the definition of genocide as a pretense to invade. The launch of the uh, inquiry could pave the way for participants in the conflict to potentially be tried at the Hague in uh, in the Netherlands. The ICC prosecutor Kareem Khan was able to expedite the launch of the inquiry following referrals from 39 countries. By the way, the UN took a vote earlier today. Like I said, here, here's China. You know, they have, yeah, they are just, that is the, and, and, and China is by far the biggest problem that is facing the United States. You know, I think Vladimir Putin might even, you know what, when Vladimir Putin was KGB and it was the United States and the USSR, you know, toe-to-toe -to -toe in the Cold War in the 80s, and thank God that we had Ronald Wilson Reagan. He successfully navigated the United States through the Cold War, making sure that we were the only superpower. And think about think about if Vladimir Putin and Russia had the, the, the 
capabilities that we do here in the United States, if they had the amount of power that we do here in the United States, you think they use that for good? Because I don't think so. I mean, we as the United States, we could go in and we could we could invade Ukraine ourselves. We don't do that. We don't go around invading other countries. I mean, sure, we might have our political disagreements. Now, do I think that we have a Democratic Party in charge of our country who hates the United States of America? You bet I do. Of course I do. Anyone paying attention, the facts are there. By the way, while all of this is going on, we are missing such an incredible opportunity because of the incompetence and of Joe Unity Biden playing into his radical leftist socialist base. It is ridiculous, folks, the opportunity we are missing. And even the EU is kind of like like begging us to produce more natural gas. I'll get into that a little later on in the program because it's really unbelievable. Um, so anyway, um, as far as the, uh, the International Criminal uh, Court goes, uh, timeline covered by the inquiry will stretch back to November 21st of 2013. That was the first day of the Euro Maiden protest in Ukraine that ultimately led to the overthrow of the Ukrainian pro-Russian uh, president, later Russia's interventions in Crimea and Donbass. Uh, quote, in its preliminary examination of the situation in Ukraine, my office had already found a reasonable basis to believe crimes within the jurisdiction of the court had been committed and had identified potential cases uh, that would be admissible, Khan said um, in a statement. So, and, and, and folks, I mean, you know, we, we, we as conservatives pride ourselves, you know, on believing uh, that you're innocent until proven guilty. I mean, you just see the videos that, that have been coming out of Ukraine and civilians die. I mean, you look at a video of a six-year-old Ukrainian girl, an innocent little girl, that here the nurses and doctors are doing their best to resuscitate her, and it's, and it's just too late. You look at that and you think, Vladimir Putin, how could you not think he's a war criminal? Because, if, I mean, folk, my mind's made up. He's just a, a murderous, lying dictator who need he, this is a man that needs to be held accountable for this 2,000 innocent Ukrainian civilians are dead because of one man earlier today 141 countries voting to condemn Russia at the UN um, the 141 countries voting in favor of a UN General Assembly resolution deploring Russia's aggression against Ukraine, demanding the immediate and complete withdrawal of all Russian forces from Ukrainian territory. Now, what do you think Vladimir Putin is going to do about that? Yep, you bet nothing at all. The resolution is non-binding, but reflects Russia's historic isolation on the world stage just one week into its unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. Now, the U.S., along with the 140 other nations, supported the resolution. 35 nations abstained, including authoritarian regimes like you bet china cuba and iran so far away russia belarus eritra lord knows north korea and did anyone even know that was a country eritra i sure did it north korea and syria voted against the resolution as well i mean you could all those countries obviously um but boris johnson the uk prime minister He's the guy with the crazy hair. 
you know, the, the blonde guy, you know, was throwing parties while he's got all of his COVID lockdowns. Um, it was supposedly a conservative over in the UK. Conservatives in the UK are half liberals at best. I mean, they're all in on the whole man-made climate change nonsense over in the UK. Um, but Boris Johnson, uh, even he came out today and said that Putin has, quote, already carried out war crimes. Um, so kind of different um, to, to our system, obviously, here in the United States. Uh, over in the UK, they have the prime minister, and they have this, um, it's, they call it the prime minister's questions. The uh, members of parliament get up and they can ask him anything. So at the prime minister's questions, Johnson said, uh, quote, bombing innocent civilians already fully qualifies as a war crime also you know goes against the geneva conventions um yesterday though john boris johnson uk prime minister described the tax tactics excuse me used by the russian military under orders from putin as barbaric and indiscriminate um the uh scottish the scottish national party leader uh uh blackford is his name says quote with with every passing i gotta do the accent with every passing hour the world is witnessing the horrors of putin's war in ukraine johnson saying quote what we have already seen from vladimir putin's regime is in the in the use of the munitions that they have already been dropping on innocent civilians in my view already fully qualifies as a war crime you have the new york post coming out to uh, a few hours ago actually dropping this yes vladimir putin is a war criminal putin has offered no rational justification for invading ukraine he ranted that the country was rightfully russia's then made some claims about needing to denazify the con the the nation ukraine was no threat to his country they hadn't attacked russia nor even said that they were going to putin doesn't have an argument that this campaign has any legitimate military objective. They write, established by the Roman statute in 1998, the International Criminal Court lists, quote, intentionally directing attacks against civilian objects, that is objects which are not military objects, as one definition of a war crime. The pictures from Kiev, Maripol, and Kharkiv, those are proof enough. Russia does not recognize international court by the way neither does the u.s having not wanting a, uh wanted a global organization have jur uh, jurisdiction over our citizens but there is value in having the icc investigate try and sentence putin in absentia it will bear before the world the extent of his brutality and also disregard for the people of ukraine it's important that whatever happens in ukraine Putin isn't allowed to return to a normal relationship with the West. Render the verdict for history. Guilty of being a war criminal. So the New York Post and Boris Johnson are both saying that Putin is a war criminal and has committed war crimes. But Joe Unity Biden, uh, well, you can forget about that. I mean, anything that, that is logical and, and uses common sense and rationale, you can forget Joe Biden doing anything about that. President Joe Unity asked earlier in an exchange with reporters 
uh, was asked um, if Russia was deliberately targeting civilians as they continue their military attack. Oh, but it's, 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 it's clear they are. It's clear they are, he says. But then he says, uh, it was asked whether Russia has committed war crimes in Ukraine. Uh, we're following it very closely. It's, it's uh, early, early to say that. Oh, and, oh, folks, folks, folks. By the way, Joe Unity Biden's State of the Union address last night, headline here in the Daily Mail, just 41% of viewers reacted, quote, very positively to Biden's State of the Union, the lowest in 15 years since George W. Bush addressed Congress in 2007. Only 41% of the total amount of viewers watching President Joe Unity Biden's State of the Union address last night had a very positive reaction to the speech. Lowest in 15 years. That's according to a Propaganda News CNN poll. So again, folks, much like the New York Slimes, take that with uh, what it's worth. So yesterday, though, before the State of the Union, Kamala Harris was asked, she was on this radio show, um, the morning hustle i guess a syndicated radio program so kamala harris was asked uh by co-host head crack to explain what a name head crack to explain the conflict in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the united states Folks, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it as the exact same way Kamala Harris spoke it yesterday. Get ready for this, right? Layman's terms. Lay out what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. So, Ukraine is a country in Europe. It exists next to another country called Russia. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. So basically, that's wrong. And it goes against everything that we stand for. Wow, hi, hey, all right, hey. All right, Kamala, thank you so much for explaining what's really going on over there with Russia and Ukraine. That wasn't that awfully kind of her. I mean, who's she talking to here? First graders, for goodness sakes. And, it, and she, I mean, folks, she herself, Joe Unity Biden, as he uh, referred to the Ukrainians as Iranians, she literally mouthed the words, oh, Ukrainians, right? Uh, she herself couldn't believe it, um, what Joe, uh, you know, his, his gaffe. And he had many of them. Did you hear him say, by the way, you can't build a wall big enough to keep out a vaccine? What? I remember at the end of the speech, uh, go get them. What do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? What are we doing? What are we going to play a football game, Joe? nonsense anyway um so today by the way being ash wednesday joe was asked earlier as a catholic why do you support abortion Ooh, you could ask the same question of nancy pelosi too oh you see nancy pelosi rubbing her knuckles together and that's become a meme all over the internet now i mean she just looked like an idiot remember though folks Remember that our enemies are watching that, though. Remember when Nancy Pelosi ripped up Donald Trump's State of the Union address? All of our enemies saw that as well, folks. And how embarrassing is that woman to our, to our entire country? Honestly. Um, 
So Joe was asked, as a Catholic, why do you support abortion? Here's Joe. I don't, uh, I don't want to get into a debate with you on theology, but, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not going to make a judgment for other people. How is that? What? I mean, how is that even a response? And as he's trying to respond to the question, doctor, better call her doctor, Jill Biden starts pulling him away. And he kind of looks at her. And the reporter says, uh, but you're a Catholic, though. So I guess it was time for Joe to get on out of there. Then, later on, or, um, again, earlier today, later after um, that debacle happened, here is Jill Biden, who gets on stage and says, things are so much better. You were right to put your faith in Joe Biden a year ago. Things are so much better. Isn't that, that's the exact same thing that Joe was saying over the weekend. Was saying, well, things are just economically so much better for the American people. Where? For who? Because not to any Americans that I see, not to any Americans that I talk to, these people are living in an alternate reality. All they do is lie to you. Notice it's so easy for them to just get on stage and openly and knowing they're doing it too knowingly lie to you me we the american people yesterday before the state of the union nancy pelosi is saying this quote i think tonight's going to be very important because for people to appreciate what the president has done and working together with the congress they have to know what it is well what is it what notice that joe didn't talk about anything he's done successfully yesterday well why is that because he hasn't had success at all how can you be a lame duck president when you literally control the house the senate and the white house that's where joe finds himself though by the way things are so much better right wti crude oil right now the price you bet 113 dollars we're up to brent over in europe hundred and sixteen dollars yeah things are so much better right by the way you know what that means gas and by, i saw this earlier myself gas now four dollars a gallon at least here in the state of new york i mean yeah things are so much better so much better economically too right things are so much better in afghanistan things are so much better in ukraine things are so much better on the southern border things are so much better given Biden inflation you know i mean it's just <laughs> People are living in an alternate reality, folks, and they will just get on stage and knowingly and openly lie to you. Um, now, in oilprice.com today, here's the headline for you here. And again, we are missing such an opportunity here, folks. And it again breaks my heart. It's because it's it's literally looking us in the face. And Joe Unity Biden doesn't want to act on it at all. Earlier today, quote, you're up can survive next winter without Russian gas. So they write, Russia's invasion of Ukraine threw Europe's dependence on on Russian natural gas into sharp relief. The EU, European Union, is drafting measures to reduce its reliance on Russian energy while various European countries, including the biggest economy, Germany, are revising their strategic energy policies 
aiming to reduce their energy security vulnerability. It was this vulnerability that has stopped the EU, the United States, and allies from slapping sanctions on Russian energy exports. For now, it didn't stop Justin Peoplekind Trudeau. says no crude oil is coming into uh, Canada from Russia. Europe receives some one-third of its natural gas from Russia, but the dependence varies among EU members. Germany, get this, Germany, 50% reliant, reliant on Russian gas. Italy imports 40% of its gas needs from Russia. Southwest European countries, though, like Spain and Portugal, do not import any Russian gas. Southeast European countries and Russia's neighbors to the west, Estonia and Finland, are 100% or nearly 100% dependent on Moscow for the natural gas supply. I mean, it just varies all throughout Europe. And again, you know, Europe here, it's 40%. Of Europe's reliant on natural on Russian natural gas. Um, so ensuring gas though, right, for next winter, listen to this now, should not be a problem. Now this is analysts in the European uh, Commission is or who's saying this. The question is, what will Europe do for the winter after that? And all the following winters in the long term, folks, I think you already know which way I'm steering this ship. If it all wants, if, if, if Europe, if it wants to reduce its dependence on Russian gas and not shape its security or sanctions policy in fear of being cut off from its largest source of gas, right? Though this winter, nearly at its end, European gas is in storage, in storage is back to the five-year range. With restocking during the summer, Europe could go without Russian gas next winter. Now, that's according to Wood McKenzie. By the way, if you're not familiar with Wood McKenzie, just an energy research and consulting consultancy you know, sort of place. Quote, and this is um, Katarina Filipenko, Principal Analyst, Europe Gas Research at Wood McKenzie. Quote, from record lows at the start of winter, storage levels have now re-entered their five-year range, albeit on the lower side, and are on track to be in a more comfortable position by the end of March. Um, European Energy Commissioner Kadri Simpson, quote, It is our current assessment that the EU can get through this winter safely at the moment Gas flows from east to gas flows from east to west continue. LNG, by the way, LNG, liquefied natural gas deliveries to the EU have increased significantly, and the weather forecast is favorable. The use of gas from storage has slowed down, and we are still around 30% of storage capacity filled. Simpson says. EU member states need to collectively ensure a certain level of gas storage in their regions and to conclude solidarity agreements to send gas where it's most needed. Quote, the war against Ukraine is not only a watershed moment for the security architecture in Europe, but for our energy system as well. It has made our vulnerability, listen to this now, painfully clear. We cannot let any third country destabilize our energy markets or influence our energy choices. Um, analysts at European think tank Bruegel write on an analysis, 
quote, the European Union can manage without Russian gas next winter, but must be united in taking difficult decisions, accepting that in many cases it won't have enough time for perfect solutions. Folks, they're literally, Europe is literally handing us this on a silver platter. What an opportunity for the United States. All we have to do is produce more natural gas, more natural gas than Russia, and say, here, we have natural gas. Buy it from us. Don't buy it. Don't be reliant on Russia, who are obviously going to do things like this. When they have a president who's already, you know, in the eyes of Boris Johnson, New York Post, committed war crimes. Why would you ever be reliant on them? Be reliant on the United States, who you know you can trust. Hmm. Again, an ally. Quote, again, I go back to the Wall Street Journal piece. How to beat Putin with natural gas. Two steps. Encourage Europe, reduce its reliance on Russian gas. And it seems to me in this piece, in oilprices.com, uh, that they're understanding. They can't be reliant on Russian gas anymore. Then, United States, start producing more gas, not less like Jen Psaki and Joe Biden keep advocating for. Quote, so that we have what's needed to wean Europe off Russian pipelines. Then, push friends and allies like major gas producers, Australia and Qatar, to be long-term suppliers to Europe. The more sources, the safer Europe's energy supply. Well, what are we doing here, folks? We're not increasing natural gas. You know, Joe Unity Biden and his radical extremist socialist base, they don't care about that. They don't care about the opportunity we're missing out on, folks. And, and, and again, you know, Joe could have come out last night and said we're increasing natural gas production here in the United States. But of course he didn't. I mean, he's, he's just he's just one of the he's just a disappointment all around, folks. You know, Joe Unity Biden, right? Well, where's the unity, Joe? The way I look at it, I see where the unity's at. It's in the uh, 63% of people who, who disapprove of Joe Unity Biden. Folks, I mean, approval ratings are shot for Joe Unity. Again, here today, his having his wife pull him out of, of having to answer questions from reporters. I mean, he just embarrasses us, folks. He embarrassed us last night. He embarrasses us, embarrasses us every single day. Um, and I, I mean, we're just in a bad place, though, folks. But again, we can fix this. We can rectify this in november why would we give these people more power i have no idea it's definitely not something that i myself intend to do in november now then we were I, like i said i was all in on stopping the counter then i saw joe come out with his mask on so we ain't stopping the counter folks 716th day of slowing the spread the joe unity biden administration now has 1,054 days left to go. Folks, we continue our thoughts and our prayers very much with the innocent civilians and the people of Ukraine. God bless them.